This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the $100 is Zach Ferran. He's a 22-year-old Apple employee, and he's listening to the show and loving it. For your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now, and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it to enter. Okay, many of you heard I made a big league acquisition of a company called Send Later. And I'm a greedy business guy. I didn't want to give away equity to a technical co-founder. So I found my coders on a website called Toptal at NathanLatka.com forward slash T-O-P-T-A-L. I paid over $12,000 to the site to a guy named He Shiming in China, who I've never met, but we're going to build a big business together. I'm taking Send Later public by the time I turn 30. I'll tell you more about Toptal later on in this episode. Top Drop, this episode 410. Coming up tomorrow morning, you're going to hear from Stacy Tushel. She made $1.1 million in 2015 with her Performance Arts Center and is now getting into coaching. Top Tribe, good morning, everybody. Our guest today is Josh Heron. He's the owner of 1-800-GOT-JUNK and You Move Me, Kansas City. He's been with 1-800-GOT-JUNK for over a decade. And with You Move Me since 2013, prior to this, he owned a moving company called Easy Moves. He recently opened the 1-800-GOT-JUNK Des Moines, Iowa and 1-800-GOT-JUNK Omaha, Nebraska, and is consistently one of the top performers in both franchise systems. We recently had Brian on, who is the CEO and founder of 1-800-GOT-JUNK. I said, Brian, give me one of your best franchisors. I want to have him on and learn more about the business. He said, Nathan, you got to talk to Josh. So Josh, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, sir. <laughs> awesome. First things first. Franchisers don't succeed unless they're kind of entrepreneurial by nature. So I imagine at some point you made a decision whether to start your own business or buy into a franchise. Take me back to that moment. Yeah, correct. So, and uh, gosh, it was probably 2007. I was currently running a location at 1-800-GOT-JUNK in Kansas City. Um, A guy who's now my business partner had taken over the operation, had bought it from the person I was working for. And through that, he gave me an opportunity to buy into the franchise system. And then we also bought another franchise called OxyFresh Carpet Cleaning. And that was kind of my first like real entrepreneurial day uh, where we signed the papers in Denver, Colorado. Unfortunately, that one didn't quite work out for us like we wanted to. But, uh, you know, during that period of time, like you're just going through the process in your mind, deciding you want to be your own boss. And like at at some point you, you, everybody has the kind of aspirations that they're going to make it. You know, I would assume everybody in business has aspirations that they want to work for some big conglomerate corporation and rise the ranks. And and for me, um, I realized that we could do our own thing and be equally successful. So that's kind of how I became an entrepreneur. So let me go. And, and by the way, how old were you when you were when you were working as the manager at that first place? So I was 23. Okay, and how so- old are you now? Um, now I'm 32 or I just turned 33, 33. Okay, good. So take, first off, take us back to that moment. You're managing the one that had got junk franchise. The owner gets bought out by this other guy. And the guy says, I really want to keep your team. You're part, a core part of that team. So you stay, is that how it worked? Yeah. So I had known him. He, it was at one point, three separate locations in the Kansas city area. 
he was a friend of mine. We had done, done the kickoff or conference together and spent some time together out drinking beers or whatever. And, you know, he, when the opportunity came, you know, when the opportunity came to fruition, he was like, you know, one of the reasons I want to do this, we want to, I want to work with you. And I think that, you know, between the two of us. Did you see the deal? Did you put that in his ear that he should buy it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, (laughs) I was was about to say. Yeah, it was, you know, I was in the middle of the conversations with the two owners at that time. And I'm like, well, I know somebody who may be interested, called him. And it was a no brainer at that point. Why'd the Um, current owner want to sell? You know, there was two, two guys who couldn't really, they couldn't get along. (laughs) Two, two very, you know, varying levels of kind of uh, what they expected out of, out of the business and kind of what they were willing to put into it. And Mm -hmm. I was kind of stuck right in the middle. And it was a great opportunity for me to exit, not a great situation and, and kind of work with somebody who I knew I liked and who I knew had complementary skills to my, to my own. So it was, uh, it was basically a no brainer for me. And, and I was glad it was the same way for Tyler, my business partner. Now. So, so the, the year before the fiscal year before that business sold to Tyler, your friend, mm-hmm. uh, what did it do in terms of top line revenue? Uh, at that point it did gosh, seven, like 650 grand. Okay. And what goes to the bottom line in that kind of business? Uh, you know, our expectations anywhere from, you know, at this point in the, in the system, we expect anywhere from 25% margin to, to, you know, it's, it's a, it's a high margin business, 20 to 25%. So somewhere around a hundred, 120 ish K going to the bottom line on 600 top line. Yeah. And, and so when you're telling Tyler, these numbers trying to orchestrate a deal to get out from under these two guys that couldn't work together, how was Tyler and what recommendations were you giving him in terms of what to pay for the business and how to value it? So, so let me preface this as saying that at that point, it wasn't doing the 20% that we were talking about. That's what it does currently to this Got day. It. At that point, it was probably in the 15% range. Okay. I mean, and, and, it, and the business was really immature at that time, even though it was four years at that, that during, it had been open four years. It wasn't, uh, you know, nobody really knew about 1-800-GOT-JUNK in Kansas City. And we had a lot of work to do. Yep. So it really was never about the financial obligations. It was three franchises. The city's not big enough for all three of us. So we understand that there has to be consolidation at some point for us to make it into a viable business so everybody's family could be successful. Um, so it wasn't necessarily a dollars and cents things. It, it was more of a, you know, this is what's necessary for us to continue to grow and thrive in the market. Well, how did, there's obviously a price though. How did Tyler get to a price? What do you use? How, how do you come up with them? Uh, so the, uh, I don't know the, uh, the exact price. Oh, come on. You might have uh, helped him do this. You're the inside was, guy. No, I did, but you know, uh, some deals are, are better left uh, left alone without being discussed. I think at the let's just say they were really motivated to get to get out of it. So, Josh, you said Tyler gave you the opportunity to buy into the franchise that I think it was the one eight hundred got junk franchise he had just purchased from these two partners. What did sure. that look so like? So that was after a little while of us working together. You know, ultimately, you know, it took some time for us to kind of understand. You know, he had a it was a difficult transition because there was still another owner in Kansas city. And he ultimately had partnered with him and had a majority stake. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tyler as, had the majority stake or the other guy, yeah, had? He, the, Tyler had the majority stake. And so as the business progressed, um, opportunities came about, I didn't immediately have the opportunity to buy into the one 800 got junk in Kansas city. But what we did do instead is we bought the oxy fresh carpet cleaning franchise at a oxy fresh as a franchise or at Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And so him and I partnered and we did that deal together and it kind of set the stage for us working together in the future gave me the opportunity. Well, gave us the opportunity to start the easy moves together and then get into the one 800 got junk where I was able to become a partner. And why, then we, uh, why did you guys decide to buy the, the oxy clean one? You know, it was, we were looking for something else that, 
that we could do that was somewhat, you know, pre- let me preface this, that it was in 2008 and 2009 when the economy wasn't awesome. So we were looking for something that we can do that could add some more money to the bottom line for us. It seemed like something that was a natural fit. We already understood what it took or we felt at that time we understood what it took to run, you know, <laughs> some trucks in the in the area with a lot of with a couple guys. And we figured we could, you know, if, if we had that business, we'd be able to make it successful by utilizing the knowledge that we had learned from 1-800-GOT-JUNK, basically taking that and applying it to the OxyFresh model. Did you buy this this kind of outlet from the parent company or was there already an OxyClean location where you were and you just bought that from the, the already franchise? No, we took it from, it was a, it was, it was a fresh, you know, virgin <laughs> market for, <laughs> for OxyFresh. They hadn't want, been one yet in uh, Kansas City, so... It was uh, starting from, you know, the ground up, cleaning carpets out of my business partner's infinity until we could get our own, <laughs> our own trucks. And at the same time, him and I are working in the junk trucks together. So it's just, it's kind of this funny story of us working together. We're working long, hard days. Junk and cleaning. Yeah. And then, so we get a phone call and then, you know, for, for OxyFresh, we had a carpet cleaning job. So one of us gets job, dropped off, hops in our own vehicle puts the machine and gets the equipment and then we go clean a house and then hop back in the junk truck That's funny. just to keep, just to keep it moving. Royal living, baby. Royal. Yeah. yeah those were, <laughs> those were not our greatest days. I yeah. can tell you that. So what, when you, for people listening right now, cause we have millions and millions of entrepreneurs tune in and many of them sure. are going, should we start our own thing or should we go into a franchise? Help them understand what they should look for. What did you guys pay? And like, what terms should they look for when you're yeah. buying a franchise? So the thing I really love about franchises, and I'll start with that is, that not only do you have the opportunity to learn from a lot of people who've already done this for a long period of time, but I think people have this misconception that you don't have the opportunity to to innovate and you don't have the opportunity to, you know, kind of pave your own pave your own way, which isn't, isn't completely true. Like what you get is you get a really great brand. You get a lot of support, a lot of knowledge from people who have been in the industry who have kind of, set 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 you up for success by putting systems and processes in place for you to follow that's really up to you with how you do it so you know some people you know some people don't believe that that's the case and they want to start their own thing and i completely get that but for us i mean it, it seemed like a really good roadmap to be so, successful and that's why we all do it right? so josh so, what, what was it all in to buy to get it started with the oxyclean thing launched so the oxyclean was low cost i believe it was like 25 grand total yeah it was it was and then it was optional if you you know you bought your own car or whatnot but you know 100 got junk's a little bit more of an investment you have to buy the trucks which are around 50 to fifty-five thousand dollars per vehicle how many do you uh, need to start um, it really depends on the size of the territory in Kansas okay. City. I mean, we started with two at the location that I was running. And by the time I, I think we, the location was bought, we had five. So you had to put um, in basically a quarter of a million or did the, or did the parent company help finance those? No, no, you finance them separate. So you do that yourself. Like conventional uh, lending, work with a bank? Yeah. So you work, you can work with the franchise. They, they have special pricing yep. for their, for their trucks that you can take advantage of. You know, some people pay cash for them. Some people put a lease note on them or, or, or lease them or, you know, conventional style using a bank so, or their own bank. So take me back to OxyClean. What did it do first year after you guys bought it? Top line. Uh, first year top line, I think it was like 200 grand. And bottom? Bottom. I mean, it was, it was, it was, uh, I would say like 20 grand is what we made off of it. Okay. And you said it failed like a dog. What happened? It didn't feel like a dog. We sold it actually. So I guess we won. I mean, ultimately our goal is to keep businesses. 
But uh, you're like one of those entrepreneurs that said, "Oh yeah, I had a big fail," but then you like mask the failure where it's actually a big success, right? That's how this works. Because I, you know, failure to me is like it's not necessarily (laughs) like we lost all of our money. It's like the vision that we had for the business didn't come to fruition. Yeah, what'd you sell it for? Um, we ended up selling it for a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. So you about broke even. Yeah. I mean, we broke even, we gave it away cause it was a situation that we weren't interested in being in any longer. And so it was one of those deals. We had other fish, the bigger fish to fry, if you will. Like there was a lot going on at that time in our mm-hmm. business. Um, we, we were growing, uh, at an incredible rate. And they got junk. Our, and got junk and yeah. you moved me. I mean, we were up. I mean, double, big, big double digits. What were you doing, would you say, yearly at that point in those businesses? um, Across the board, we're probably doing close to 4 million. Okay. And about what, 20% bottom? Yeah. Yeah. So taking me to 2015 now, where you're at currently, across all those businesses, what are you doing top line? 2016, you mean? What what am I Last year, last year. Uh, Last year, top line, we're about, you know, five and a half million. What's your goal this year? Uh, I mean, we're thinking about eight and a half million. Okay. And is it still 20% the goal for bottom line? Yeah. I mean, that's still what our goal is. Interesting. So how do you, there's only so many people in Kansas city. How do you expand this? Do you go try and acquire other franchises and the same thing? Do you launch and buy up new franchises outside of one hundred junk? What do you do? Well, so that's what happened with our Des Moines and our Omaha market. Those were previous existing franchise partners. And what we did is buy them out. I think we have a really good, I think we have a really good system on how to turn a franchise around that maybe have been a bit underperforming, you know, we can look at it and see what the market can do and, and, you know, put the right people in place, put the right advertising in place to get an immediate spike. For instance, in Omaha, we're up 134% over last year, mm-hmm. which is pretty significant. I mean, there's not a lot of businesses that are seven years old that can be up that amount of money in revenue. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, uh, I think the opportunity is huge. Yeah. Kansas city is only a small place, but you know, the, the way I look at it is, you know, Kansas City is also maybe not as informed as they could be about what we can do for them to help them. You I think everybody, the market. Yeah, I mean, if you go yeah. into your house right now, Nathan, you, I guarantee you can find something you want to get rid of as, in regards to junk. And all we have to do is convince you that we're the right opportunity, a right place for you to call and we'll show up and, you know, do what we do, provide an awesome service and hopefully, you know, <laughs> convert you into somebody who really loves our service yeah. and we'll use this again. So let, and let, I think let's real quick, Josh, because we only have a couple of minutes left. Go back to the the money real quick. So sure. if you do, if you do, let's say you did you did five million in twenty fifteen, you know twenty percent goes to the bottom line. So, so what is that about a hundred grand? What do you do with that hundred grand? Does that go to your pocket as a dividend? Does it stay in the business? Yeah. So so twenty percent of five million is oh, five million. Uh, sorry, five million. <laughs> a million. Sorry, a million bottom line. Yeah. So I mean, you know, to my business partner and I reinvest a lot of it. You know, obviously some does go into our pocket. But, uh, you know, our goal right now is not necessarily to just take as much money as possible, but to expand our footprint as big as possible. We're working with some really cool, working with a lot of really good people here locally at Kansas City. So providing opportunities for them to continue to expand and grow as professionals is really something that's kind of uh, our driving force here in case. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's the question I get though from entrepreneurs that are debating about being a franchise owner is they go, Nathan, I can either like launch software or like buy franchises. How do I become a millionaire for a franchise or just pay myself a big salary? I mean, what would your answer be to them? Yeah, it's profitability. It's become it becoming operationally excellent. You know, I think, you know, all the, everything's set out for you. You have all the support in the world from a franchise system. I mean, they provide a, a world-class support, especially the one that I know about at O2E world-class support in every, every facet of the business, 
but then you also, you, I mean, you also have to put, be the boots on the ground and then take that and, and be operationally efficient. You can maximize your bottom line by understanding your numbers, understanding what impacts your numbers positively, and then understanding how to, you know, provoke your market to, to pick up the phone and call you. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, you know, there's, as a franchise partner, I mean, I, I know myself and I'll, I have a lot of friends that are my age and, you know, reality is, you know, they didn't start franchises and, yep. you know, I'm, I have the ability to do some things that they, that they may not have the ability to do at this point. And I'm relatively young, 30, 33. And, and I think we have a lot, a lot left to go. <clears throat> so, so, so Josh, on that note, tell me if people want to follow you online as you do this, where's the best place for them to connect? Yeah, with you? I mean, you can follow me on LinkedIn. Um, just search for Josh here. And I think actually my, have, it's going to be, uh, linkedin.com backslash LN backslash Josh Heron KC. And then follow us on our Facebook page at 1-800-GOT-JUNK-KANSAS CITY. We have a lot of really cool things going on there. And I think we're utilizing Facebook in, in a way that that really helps the service industry or her, helps to grow our service in the Great. service industry. All right, guys, very quickly, many of you heard I acquired Send Later at NathanLatka.com forward slash Send Later. And here's the thing. I don't want to hire a big team. I'm a business guy, though, so I need developers. So what I did is I found this little website. I found this guy named He Shiming. I paid him over $12,000 to help me keep building this business, which I will take public by the time I turn 30. So it's called Toptal. Okay, and what Toptal does, it's a network of elite pre-vetted software developers. Basically, I told Toptal what I was looking for. They search their network for the best people. They even test the candidates, which saves me time. And then they just said, Nathan, here, use this candidate. They meet your individual needs and boom, I'm off to the races. So once you pick someone on Toptal, you can start working with them the next day. Now, for my people, Toptal's offering a no-risk trial period that you can get at NathanLatka.com forward slash T-O-P-T-A-L. Again, NathanLatka.com forward slash Toptal to get started. This is perfect if you're a business person listening that doesn't know how to incentivize or find a technical co-founder. Go to NathanLatka.com forward slash Toptal and get started building your app now. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, and you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can see Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Well, Top Shop, we'll link to that in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 410. Again, forward slash the top 410. Josh, we're going to wrap up with some rapid fire questions. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Favorite business book, uh, Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Love Jack Welch. GE, yep. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like HostGator? Uh, yeah, I'm super old school. I use uh, use the iPhone Notes. Yep. That's how I categorize my That's ideas. not old school, man. I do that too. <laughs> All right. Number number four, yes and no, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? No. And what's your, you said you're 33? 33, right. And how, how many kids? Uh, three. Three kids. Okay, so married, three kids. So last question. Take us back 13 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, man. 
I think uh, if I knew that if you put, I, I, I say if if I knew that all the hard hard work that like you need to know that all the hard work you're going to put forward is going to create something magical. I think that most people work hard every single day, and and uh, or most people. Are you there? I'm yeah. sorry, man. That's okay. Let me, let me finish that thought. Most yep. people fail to work hard every single day because they don't think it's going to pay off. But know that if you work really, really hard, it will pay off in some way or another. Well, Top Tribe, there you have it from Josh Heron. He got into the business first working in the business, then helped his buddy buy the company. Now at 1-800-GOT-JUNKIN across all the O2E brands. Did over $5 million bucks in 2015, aiming for about eight this year. Josh, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. Bye. If you enjoyed Josh today, go back and listen to Brian yesterday. Brian is the founder of 1-800-GOT-JUNK, and it did over a quarter of a billion dollars in 2015. He wants to break a billion in a single year. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.